On Wednesday, March 8th, on International Women's Day, the Sanctuary for Independent Media will be screaming Storming Caesar's Palace in partnership with WMHT as part of their Indie Lens pop-up series. And joining me now to tell us more is Mara Drogan, Director of Community Engagement and Education at WMHT. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me. What is the Indie Lens pop-up series? Uh, I'm glad you asked that because I definitely wanted to recognize them. So the Indie Lens pop-up series um, is a series of documentary films that is put out by ITVS, which is the production company that presents Independent Lens, which I'm sure a lot of your listeners are familiar with. It's on PBS. And so they make shorter screening versions of these films available to us every year so that we can host in-person screenings and follow them up with sort of um, discussion or different kinds of events to kind of, um, you know, share these very powerful documentaries, but then also um, get community engagement around the issues that are presented therein. So uh, we've already screened two films. We did Move Me in October up in Saratoga. And then last month we uh, screened Love in the Time of Fentanyl. We had screenings in Albany and in Saratoga. Um, and the old Chatham Quaker Meeting House also screens all of these films as well. So they screened that one. Following uh, Storming Caesar's Palace in April, we're going to have the film Free Chol Su Lee, which is a documentary about a Korean American man who is wrongly imprisoned for murder and the Pan Asian um, movement, that uh, justice movement that develops around him to get him liberated from prison. And then finally, in May, we'll have a collection of short films called Bridge Builders, and it's five films that are less than 10 minutes um, a piece. So plans for those are still in the works. I don't have dates or venues yet. Um, if anybody wants to host us, get, get in touch, uh, but we'll, we'll have more information on those in the future. So um, this particular screening at Sanctuary for Independent Media, we were very fortunate this year to get a grant from ITBS. So they are supporting um, our local, some of our local screenings. And then our other national partners are Independent Lens, PBS, um, and of course the Corporation for Public Broadcasting that are making this all possible. We're very much looking forward to this film and celebrating the power of women that is at the heart of storming Caesar's Palace. Can you give us an overview? What is the premise of this film? Yeah, so Storming Caesar's Palace, first of all, it's directed by Hazel Gerland Pooler, and it's based on the 2005 book, uh, Storming Caesar's Palace, How Black Mothers Fought Their Own War on Poverty. It was written by Annalise Orlek. And it tells the story of, as the subtitle says, a group of Black mothers who um, they were on welfare living in Las Vegas, Nevada in the 1960s and 70s. And and they were receiving among the lowest payments of any group, you know, any people in the country. And suddenly in 1971 or 72, many of them were suddenly stricken from the welfare rolls illegally. And so then they challenged the system and ultimately ended up, uh, you know, winning a victory. Um, a judge did rule that, that that was illegal and that they did have rights to be um, put back on the rolls. Um, so it, it tells that story. It focuses on Ruby Duncan, who is a really just a, a powerhouse, uh, you know, kind of a heroic figure. I think people will be really kind of amazed and impressed um, with what what she is able to achieve. And it's, uh, I think, really inspiring to see the sort of 
um, gender, race, and uh, class analysis that these this group of poor, mostly uneducated women are able to offer. You know, it's really inspiring to see they understand what's happening and they can provide an analysis, you know, better than, I mean, there's some scholars and some other, you know, experts who are who are kind of talking heads in the film, but the women themselves are the real, real experts and they really just break it down, make it clear, you know, um, why this is wrong and, and why they need support. But then after their victory, they actually set up their own um, organization. And by then it's Johnson's War on Poverty. And so they are getting some direct funding from the state. And it's really kind of a mutual aid society where you have women who either are on welfare or who have been on welfare in the past working directly to provide services for others in their community. Um, and I, I just think it's a really moving film. It's a really inspiring film, um, really shows you kind of what people can do when they work together, when they support each other, um, when they tell their stories and provide support. Going along with that, uh, we're not just hosting a film screening, but we're also holding a resources fair afterwards. And so we invited a number of local partners um, to come to the sanctuary, you know, participate in the film screening, but then to kind of set up. And so after the film, um, people will have a chance to hear from these or local organizations and then connect with them and network with them. So the partners that we have on top um, at the moment are the New York State Poor People's Campaign, uh, the Rensselaer County Department of Social Services, Troy Area United Ministries, which is known as TOWM, uh, Unity House, and YWCA of the Greater Crapo Region. I do have a couple other emails that are out, so we may have a few last minute people showing up. But what I really wanted to do, I think that people are going to see this film and feel really inspired. I think you're going to be fired up when you see this film. And you're going to say, what can I do? How can I get involved? Or if I'm somebody who has needs, how do I get those needs taken care of? And so we really wanted to have some of the you know groups and organizations that we have in the area right there, so you can watch the film and then turn around behind you and you know see a table full of information and and people that you can talk to. Um, if you need help, you can talk to them about getting help. If you're able to offer help, you know you can uh, talk to them about how you can get involved, either volunteering or donating or or whatever you have. But it's really an opportunity for us to you know, both show this powerful film, share this powerful documentary with people, but also really lift up organizations that we have you know, right here in Troy that are helping people right now because people still do need help. Um, and so it's really important to you know, lift up these organizations and connect people with them. So you're not just getting energized by the film and going home, you then exactly. immediately have tools to get involved right there exactly yeah because i think that's what happens with a lot of uh a lot of independence independent lenses films i mean they're all really powerful and i they just you know you, you see them and you think wow this is so important what can i do and you know sometimes maybe you go home and google some things or something but i think it's a lot better if we can that's kind of the point of the indie lens pop-up film screening and, and why itbs is offering you know a little bit of funding to support these events is because they recognize that and they really want to, you know, help uh, local communities, you know, connect people and, and give people next steps, you know. So now you've seen the film, you've learned a little bit, you've been inspired, you know, what can you do next? And so we're just trying to facilitate that a little bit by, by having these partners come in. 
So it will be International Women's Day. What can women organizers today learn from Ruby Duncan and the other mothers who were involved in organizing? I think that one of the things they can learn is just that a lot of us already know what the problems are and have ideas about what the solutions could be. And maybe we've been told that we're wrong or we don't know enough. We need to study more. We need to, you know, listen to the other so-called experts. But I think we already have experts in our own communities that have identified the problems. And one of the best ways to confront those problems is to really start working together, you know, work together to get involved in your local communities. Um, I think that that's always the first step is to, you know, look at your neighbors, look at your friends, look at your immediate circle and think, you know, who do I know who has something to offer, who has some expertise to offer? Um, Because I think especially around issues like this about about class, about race, about gender, you know, there's a lot of knowledge on the ground. And and I think that we can come up with some creative solutions on the local level, um, you know, if we if we work together. A lot of these things do need to be addressed at the higher level. That's true. So I do think it's important for people to pay attention to kind of what's happening, you know, with local, state, county, um, and, and national the national government. There's a lot of policies that, you know, and practices that get in the way of some of those solutions. So there does need to be some sort of organizing at that level. But um, always as a first step, I would say, turn to your neighbors and look to your community, you know, to see both um, what kind of help can you offer? What kind of help can you get? Because I think everybody's, you know, has needs, but everybody also has some kind of skill or ability or something that they can offer as well. Mara Drogan, it's been a pleasure, and we're very much looking forward to the screening of Storming Caesar's Palace on March 8th at the Sanctuary in partnership with WMHT. Anything you'd like to leave our listeners with? Yeah, I do want to mention, if you can't make it to the screening, uh, the film will be uh, premiering on Independent Lens on March 20th at 10 p.m., and will also be available to stream on the PBS app. So people can go to um, WMHT.org to check their local listings uh, to get more information about the film. If they want, they can send an email to education at WMHT.org, and I can send them whatever information they want. Um, But it is available. We recognize that not everybody can get out to the sanctuary on a Wednesday night, though I hope most people will try to make it. But if not, the film uh, will be available to watch on PBS, and I really would encourage everyone to see it. It's such a great film. I'm so excited about it. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Dina.